Good morning from the Financial Times. Today is Thursday, October 20th, and this is your FT News Briefing. The UK government wants to make it harder for rail workers to strike, and not a lot of China's private entrepreneurs were invited to this week's Communist Party Congress. Plus, in the US, the Republican Party wants to win back control of the House and Senate, and they're trying to convince voters that inflation is all the Democrats' fault. We'll explore if that argument is working. I'm Mark Filipino, and here's the news you need to start your day. UK lawmakers are set to introduce new legislation today, and it would make it harder for transportation workers to go on strike. If it's approved, the new system would take effect next year. Train operators would have to provide enough workers to meet, quote, an adequate service level during strikes. The National Transportation Trade Union called the bill draconian. The union staged several strikes this year while negotiating for better pay. More strikes are planned for the rest of the year. China's ruling Communist Party is holding its big party congress in Beijing this week. And if you want an invite, you have to fulfill six criteria. The FT's Sun Yu describes a few of them. The number one is uh, spiritual pureness. The second one is uh, loyalty to the party. And the sixth one is uh, strong work performance. So here you can see, right, it's the loyal to the party, loyal to Xi Jinping that matters the most. This year, many delegates from the private sector, business owners, were not invited. In fact, the number of private sector delegates has fallen by half since Xi Jinping took power nearly a decade ago. It's not that Xi doesn't like business. In his opening speech, he said he encourages entrepreneurship. But he also talked about the crackdown on the disorderly expansion of capital which mainly refers to the private sector. And uh, we've seen a lot of crackdowns, right, on the internet sector, on the private tutoring sector, and also on the real estate where private companies dominate. So basically, Xi Jinping himself has a deep distrust of the private sector. And he also has suspect that uh, private bosses may have political ambitions that might uh, undermine uh, the party's leadership of the country. As fewer private business people attend the party congress, more party committees are being set up inside private companies. Sun Yu says Xi Jinping made this mandatory. He's giving a much smaller sort of say or authority to these private companies. The main goal or mission of these private companies is simply to follow the guidance of the party instead of promoting their own agenda. That's the FT's China economics reporter, Sun Yu. We're a few weeks away from the U.S. midterm elections. And one thing to know about this election is that it's kind of a referendum on the incumbents. That's President Joe Biden and the Democrats who hold a slim majority in the House and Senate. So Republicans could take control of Congress if they win enough seats. There's one huge issue working in the Republicans' favor. Inflation. Polls show it's the top issue for voters. 
Today in our series, the FT's Lauren Fedor travels to Virginia. It's a state where voters have ping-ponged between the two parties over the past few years. She looks at how inflation will play out in a nail-biter of a congressional race. We're in a parking lot in Prince William County, Virginia. It's a leafy, affluent suburban area about an hour's drive south of Washington, D.C. It's a crisp autumn day, the leaves are changing color, and people have come to this government building to cast ballots early, before Election Day on November 8th. Volunteers are handing out flyers for political candidates outside. There's a blue tent for Democrats, and next to it, a red one for Republicans. That's where we meet 88-year-old Terry Barrett, wearing a bright red T-shirt. She says the most important issue for her right now is inflation. My expenses have just gone up and up. Every month I need to take a little bit more out of savings because every month it costs me more. She's handing out leaflets in support of Yesley Vega, the local Republican candidate for the House of Representatives. Vega's a former police officer, and her campaign has focused on crime and law and order. She also has a lot of TV ads about inflation. As a working parent, I know the struggles families face. Groceries, gas, everything costs more, yet politicians in Congress ignore the problem. I'm Yesli Vega, and I approve this message because in Congress, I'll work for a future we can all afford. Vega tells me why her campaign is focusing so much on the cost of living. Uh, every meet and greet that I have, every community event that we go to, uh, that is the number one concern of folks. And the reality is, is that we're all feeling the squeeze, whether it be at the grocery store or at the gas pump. Vega's doing the same thing as other Republican candidates across the country. She's blaming high inflation on the Democrats and the recent spending bills. Familiar sounding names and also her opponent in this race, Abigail Spanberger. And this is a direct result of Joe Biden, Nancy Pelosi, and Abigail Spanberger's failed policies we've seen over the last couple of years, uh, you know, wasteful spending coming out of Washington, uh, continuing to drive off inflation uh, through the roof. Congress has passed trillions of dollars worth of spending bills in recent years. But most economists say that federal spending alone isn't necessarily to blame for rising inflation. Other factors like the pandemic, supply chain disruptions, and more recently, the Russian invasion of Ukraine have all contributed to higher consumer costs. But Republicans across the country are keeping their message simple. Costs are up and Democrats are to blame. That puts the Democrats in a tough spot. They have to defend their record and try to give a more nuanced explanation of inflation. These are real headwinds. So if you're a Democratic incumbent, you're running in an historically bad time. Tucker Martin is a longtime Republican political consultant in Virginia. I think Abigail Spamberger is doing the best she can in the face of that. But one of the cruel realities of politics is that environment matters, in my opinion, more than anything else. And environment is the thing you cannot control. Vega's opponent, Spanberger, is a former CIA officer who was elected to Congress for the first time back in 2018. She was narrowly reelected in 2020. To hear Spanberger's message, we follow her here to a sprawling development of new homes, some of which are still under construction. Uh, I, I want to thank you so much for welcoming me into the community. Uh, I was first elected. The congresswoman is talking to local business owners about the Inflation Reduction Act. It's the $700 billion spending bill that Joe Biden recently signed into law. 
This is the kind of legislation Democrats are campaigning on to say they're taking inflation seriously. Economists say that despite its name, the Democrat-led bill won't reduce inflation in the short term. But Spanberger emphasizes how it will cut specific costs for people, like their health care. The legislation also caps, and it, again, this is speaking to seniors, caps out-of-pocket costs at $2,000 a year and caps insulin prices. Later, she tells me that people understand inflation is complicated and that federal spending alone is not to blame. Most people do live in the reality of understanding that there's not some little button that, like, a Democrat could push, or more importantly, that if there was a Republican, that they would be able to push, right? These problems weren't created in a day and they can't be solved in a day. And most people, unless it's sort of, you know, hanging on to a hyper-partisan talking point, understand that these questions are complicated and challenging. And this is where I say, like, I have been working on these issues, right? Back at the parking lot, where people are still casting their ballots, Democratic Party volunteer Tracy Blake is holding his three-year-old daughter. He says he doesn't blame Democrats in Congress for higher prices. And he doesn't think Republicans will make things better. Republican gets back in office and then they, they're like supposed to be fiscally conservative, but then they spend like a trillion dollars on whatever, you know, tax cuts or whatever, military. But So I don't really pay attention to that argument. Another voter here is 18-year-old Allison Portillo. She's just old enough to vote and is casting a ballot for the first time. She tells me the economy was not front of mind when she voted for Spanberger. What's the most important issue, would you say, to you going into the election? Women's rights, definitely women's rights, all women's rights. When the U.S. Supreme Court overturned Roe v.ersus Wade this summer, Democrats thought that fired-up voters like Portillo could give them the edge. But the latest polls suggest it might not be enough. Here's Tucker Martin, the Republican political consultant. If the hope on the Democratic side was that abortion would emerge in the summer and stay front of mind and help change this environment, it just doesn't look like that's occurred. It looks like at the end of the day, to say the obvious comment everybody would make during an interview on this topic is, it's the economy stupid. But, but it probably is. And that's the message I'm hearing when I talk to people, not just in Virginia, but across the country. Democrats had hoped that other issues, like health care, like abortion rights, would be enough to fire up their base and get them over the finish line in November. But now, with the economic situation not getting any better, and opinion polls showing the economy is still the top issue for most voters, Democrats are increasingly worried that Republicans will have the edge heading into polling day. That was the FT's Deputy Washington Bureau Chief, Lauren Fedor. In the next installment of our midterm series, we're going to take you to Pennsylvania to see how Republicans are courting Hispanic voters. Gracias por la invitación. Es un placer estar aquí. You can read more on all of these stories at FT.com. This has been your daily FT News Briefing. Make sure you check back tomorrow for the latest business news. Did you know the Capital Ideas podcast now has a new monthly edition hosted by Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin? Through the words and experiences of investment professionals, you'll discover who was their best mentor. What's a mistake they made that changed their approach? 
And how do they find their next great idea? Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Published by American Funds Distributors, Inc. Hi, this is Matt. And Sean. From Two Black Guys. With good credit. If you own or operate a business, whether it's a local operation or a global corporation, partnering with Bank of America could be your smartest move. By teaming with Bank of America, you'll enjoy exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Position your business to capitalize on opportunity in a moment's notice. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America, N.A., copyright 2024.